Peace be with you. And also with you. My name is Shay Slatton. I would like to thank you all for gathering with us this morning for Youth Group Sunday at Cameron United Methodist Church. Please join me in our call to worship. In the midst of our failures, we stand in God's grace. In the midst of our struggles, we boast in our hope through Christ. In the midst of our suffering, we claim the endurance given by the Holy Spirit. In every part of our lives, the love of our divine Creator has been poured into our hearts. Let us be open to this love as we join together in worship. Let's all stand as the light of Christ comes into our gathering. And let's all join our voices together in song with This is Amazing Grace. Is the land. 
never was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the grave. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Worthy is the King who conquered the Would you please join me in our affirmation of faith? I believe in God who created all things and seeks for all humanity to be in communion as God's people. I believe in Jesus Christ who invites us to be in the right relationship with God, who welcomes us to live in peace with God, and who commissions us to go in peace and peace with none another inviting all to be a part of God's work in the world. I believe in the Holy Spirit who calms our troubled spirits and assures us of God's mighty presence within, then leads us and guides us into the world, touching the lives of those around us in ways that make them receptive to God's love. I believe that we are God's people united and set and set apart for God's holy purpose. Amen. My name is Caden Robinson. Please join me in prayer. Wonderful God, we are so thankful that through Jesus Christ, we are welcomed into a loving, grace-filled relationship with you. We are thankful for the warmth of your presence in all seasons and situations of life. Be with us now as we seek to grow closer to you and to be filled with your love. And now we come to you in prayer that Jesus taught us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's all stand and join our voices together in reckless love.
Please be seated. Hi, my name is Peyton Fable, and I will be reading Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Good morning. I'm Amelia Welch. And I'm Daltrey Pulse. Today we're the guest speakers bringing the message. In Paul's letter to the church in Rome, he stresses that all people whether they are Jewish or Gentile, are in need of God's salvation. All people are separated from God through the power of sin. That means that every person needs to be reconciled to the God who created them. But we also need to be freed from the power of sin that continues to work darkness and evil into our lives. No matter how hard we try, we are not able to accomplish this on our own. We need help and the only one who is powerful enough to do this is God. Paul's main point in this portion of the letter is that God accomplishes our reconciliation or our justification through the faithful work of Jesus Christ upon the cross. Through Jesus Christ and only through Jesus Christ is our relationship with God made right. So in Romans 5, Paul says it is through Jesus' faithfulness to endure the cross that we are invited into a loving relationship where we have peace with God. By our faith and trust in Christ, there's no longer separation, there's no longer conflict between us and God. There's now peace in our relationship. What does peace with God feel like? Now, Kobe asked us that question when we were on our youth retreat a few weeks ago. Several of us had said that peace feels warm or peace feels nice, but one person said that peace, peace feels like the color yellow. It is bright, it's warming, yellow. Now, when John Wesley was in his 30s, he was fiercely diligent to pray, to study scripture, and to fast. But he still did not quite feel right with God. Now, his brother Charles and several friends had spiritual experiences where they found themselves at peace with God. And this frustrated John even more. On May 24th of 1738, John Wesley very unwillingly went to a small group gathering where a person was reading Martin Luther's preface to Romans. It's a good thing he went because he had an amazing experience. Wesley wrote this in his journal. About a quarter before nine, while he was describing the change which God works in the heart through faith in Jesus Christ, I felt my heart strangely warmed. I felt I did trust in Christ, Christ alone for salvation, and an assurance was given me that he had taken away my sin, even mine, and saved me from the law of sin and death. When Wesley heard the person reading, he realized that Christ alone makes them acceptable to God. 
Christ alone redeems and restores his relationship with God, the Father. Salvation is a pure gift of God's amazing grace. John Wesley experienced peace with God, and his heart was strangely warmed. He definitely didn't say his heart felt like the color yellow. Um, He said his heart felt warmed, which is another way we described peace at the youth retreat. But as I think about it, I think peace with God feels like God is giving my heart a hug. Because a hug is warm, and it's nice, and it feels like peace. So it's kind of like the time that I got to see my great-grandma, and she's in a nursing home, and whenever we went to see her, it had been a while since the last time, and she gave us all a big old hug, and it felt really nice, and it felt warm, and like the color yellow. And then I could tell that she was glad to see me and the rest of my family, and I think the peace we feel with God is God's way of giving us a hug and saying we're together and I am glad. That makes sense. You know, studies have shown that hugs can reduce stress, hugs can lower blood pressure, and can make you happier. But what is even more interesting are the studies which have shown that hugs help reduce fear, hugs may reduce pain, and hugs can even help relieve depression. One thought behind this is that when you physically embrace another person, you are not just embracing their body, but you are also embracing their heart, their soul, their mind. You are embracing their entire being. And in that embrace, you share in their pain, you share in their fear, and you share in their worry. By wrapping your arms around them, you are basically saying that I am here with you, and I will, be, and I will bear this burden with you. Exactly. So Paul says in Romans 5.5 that God pours out his love within our hearts through the Holy Spirit, which explains why John Wesley said his heart was strangely warmed during his conversion experience, because the Holy Spirit was there filling it with God's love. That's what happens with us. God's presence fills us with love, giving us hope and confidence that we're not alone in our struggles and in our pain. That reminds me of the time when I just found out that my grandma had been admitted to the hospital with COVID. I remember I went to my room, and I sat down, and I prayed for her, and I prayed for our family, and I prayed for myself. And in that moment, I truly felt that God was with me, that God was with our family. And that peace that I felt calmed me, and it helped to calm my worries. But another way that God has embraced us is by becoming one of us. In Jesus Christ, God has shared in our brokenness. God has shared in our struggle. And by enduring that cross, God has even shared in our shame. And with outstretched arms, he says, come and be restored. Come and experience healing. Come and have peace with me. Let me share in your burden so that you will not only persevere, but you will be stronger and feel filled with hope. And that is why we feel warm inside when we have peace with God. Do you remember a time when your heart was strangely warmed? Have you ever felt like the color yellow was in your heart, bright and warmed from God's love? In order for us to have peace with God, we must have right relationship with God. 
And the only way we have right relationship with God is through Jesus Christ. This is what Jesus has accomplished for us upon the cross. And while this relationship is always offered to us, and peace with God is always a possibility for us, it requires our response. So we must respond by placing our complete faith in Jesus Christ. I pray today that you have peace with God and that your heart is warmed and you feel God's love embrace upon your life, filling you with hope and purpose. If you don't feel like you have a relationship with God, please speak with Pastor Dan or Pastor Kobe. They would love to help you take your first steps in relationship with God. Will you please bow your head in prayer? Lord, we thank you for sending your son to bear the cross for us, to help us to bear our burden and our shame. Lord, we ask that as we turn to you, you help us to feel your peace, your warmth, your color yellow. We ask that as we go this week, we turn to you and we feel your peace. We let you share our burden and we let you share our shame. Amen. Let's all stand and sing. What are we singing? <laughs> Whatever we're singing. <laughs> week and experience God's love afresh and anew.
Thank you.